Hello, I'm Jen Taylor, host of the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I am letting you know that I have created a great quiz that will help you figure out which of the eight CEOs you need to be working on and the tasks that would benefit you the most. I hope you hop down to the show notes, click the link and take the quiz. I promise it's a quick two minute quiz. And I can't wait to see what your feedback is. Thank you. Hey, I'm Jen Taylor, and you're listening to Design Your Wedding Business. As a wedding business coach, I've made it my mission to help creative entrepreneurs build streamlined workflows, processes, and procedures so they can grow their business and spend time on what they love the most, their craft, their family, and their lives. I understand how you feel, and I know it may not be fun to put in the work to build a well-oiled machine, but luckily for you, that's what I love to do. On this podcast, I'm teaching you how to take the stress and chaos out of your business, remove the guesswork, and discover a clear, profitable path to sustainable growth. Let's get started. Hi. I'm Jen Taylor. I am the host of the Design Your Wedding Business podcast. This is episode number one, and I'm so excited to be starting this journey, and I'm very excited to have you join along with me on this. So let's get to know each other. I can't wait to hear all about your business and your life, and I'll just start right now with mine. So in 2004, I started a wedding planning business. At that point, I was a bride and had just finished my wedding and I had a fabulous wedding planner and we went out to dinner and she suggested that I start a wedding planning company. We had talked about it throughout the planning process and I talked to some of my wedding professionals along the way and they all said, you've got the chops for it. You know how to do this. And so her and I went out to dinner and she gave me the name of the company that I started with, which was Tailored Events by Jennifer. So I started, I was a bride that started a wedding planning business. My job at the time, I was a material manager for a wireless company based in the Seattle area. So I was still thinking to working my job and hanging out there and doing this on the side, you know, the side hustle of 2004, 2005 and got some clients and was still working away. Early 2005, I went into the office and found out our company was being sold. And I wasn't going to go along with it. So I stuck around for as long as they told me to stick around and started my business and was coming to the office a couple hours a day and then going home. That kept going throughout the rest of that year. And finally, I got the the call from HR saying, your last day is whatever. It was the beginning of 2006, I think. So I said, thank you. And business had already started. So the plan of I was going to work and do planning on the side got completely changed. So I was working. I was hustling. I was going to networking events. I was doing everything to get my name out. And I did. I started my business and learned a lot along the way. So a lot of this will be wedding planner focused, even though business is business and you'll see that, but there'll be tidbits that you'll hear about my wedding planning business along the way. So I worked by myself for a long time and realized one day that I needed to have an assistant. It took me a long time. 
I was at a wedding and was doing everything because that's what you did. I was so burnt out. It was a thanks day after Thanksgiving wedding and it was a crazy, it was just crazy. I just realized then and there, I'm like, I need to have a second pair of hands. So I brought on an assistant. I was teaching, I think I was teaching at the time, wedding planning at a local community college. So one of my students, I reached out to and I said, you know, I gave them an option of working with me. And so she came on as an assistant and was actually one of my first employees. So I started growing the business probably 2009. I really started focusing on growing the company. So I brought on a senior planner who found me. And then I brought on three other planners along the way. And we made it work. We had lots of fun. We had lots of learning experiences. And that's what I want to share with you along the way. So I love project management. That is what a wedding is. It is basically a project. That's how I was known as a logistical planner. And I had a friend who used to tell her clients, she would ask, hey, do you have a wedding planner? And, and she, they would say yes or no. And if they said no, and she, if she thought I was a good fit, she's like, oh, I've got a great planner for you. She's like a taskmaster. I said, you know, that's not really the best way to introduce me as a planner because I really am a nice person and I really want to have a great relationship with my clients. And my clients loved the fact that I was somebody that kept them on task, but also kept myself on task. We kept moving forward and planning their wedding. They didn't have to worry about what was going on. They knew they had information. And the reason they had information is because I had a system. I had a process. I had a workflow that kept them in the know. And we met, depending on their package, we met monthly. If they were a, a day of or a wedding management client, we'd meet a couple times throughout the process of their wedding planning part of it. So it was always something that I did. Back in my corporate days, from the time I worked at Eddie Bauer in 1990, through the time I left Western Wireless in 2005 or six, it was warehouse management. It was inventory accounting. It was working with warehouses, working with accounting, all of the things that had to do with details and processes because we needed that. So during the time I was planning, I won awards. I spoke on national stages all about either growing my team, taking the risks, knowing how to be transparent, winning wedding day, best day of coordinator, wedding wire, wedding industry experts. All of those things came from me building my relationships with my clients and then also with other wedding professionals in the area. So this podcast is meant to, one, give you information on how to create your processes and procedures, but it's also a conversation. I love talking business. I love sitting down and just chatting. And so this is what the podcast is going to be about, is me just chatting about what I love to do, weddings and business. So that is where I start. Some of these will be 15, 20 minutes. Others might go up to a half an hour, 40 minutes, depending on what I want to talk about or what the topic is. Sometimes it's a pretty quick and dirty little just, hey, this is how to create a goal or how to set some missions, visions, and values. Talk about the eight CEOs that are in your head and that are always vying for attention. Talk about 
how to break down those eight CEOs and we'll do all of that. So you'll have every week a new topic, a new discussion. You'll get teasers. Join my Facebook group. Follow me on Instagram. Go on Facebook. Write a comment. Write a review. Let me know what you're thinking because I love that. So 2008 was a pivotal year for Tailored Events. We eventually changed the name from Tailored Events by Jennifer to Tailored Events Group because it wasn't just me anymore. It was a group. I didn't want to have my clients think that they're always going to be working with me when I had four other planners they can work with. So in 2016, we changed the name. 2018 was a pivotal year for us. We were growing. I had a series of corporate events. We had a package for a local winery here in the area that we were part of their top package. Like they got us. So we were busy. We had big weddings. We were all over and we all got burnt out. So we're going to talk about that too. Slowly but surely, life started to change. My planners got married, realized they wanted something else, wanted more time in the summer because that's here in the Seattle area. That's when we do our most events. And I was in transition. I wanted to start Jen Taylor Consulting. I wanted to start this and become more of a coach, a consulting person to come in and talk about process and procedures with a team or a business. And then October 30th of 2018, my husband and I were about ready to go to bed. He were going to prep up for Halloween. He was going to put something in the fridge to let marinate overnight. I went upstairs to get ready for bed. And I heard this huge boom. My husband collapsed on the floor and he probably died at that moment, but I kept him alive until Halloween and my life changed and I had to run a business and I had to close down his business too. So that's when I realized my processes and procedures kept me going because I had a plan if something like this happened. Luckily, I did not have any weddings coming up at that exact next few months, but I still had a business to run. I still had a, we still had one wedding left at the end of the year, basically New Year's Eve. And a planner, I had one of my planners, that was her, it was her wedding. Not hers exactly, but she was, she was the lead on that. So I knew I had to keep the business going. And at the same time, I also had to close down my husband's business figure out what I was going to do in my life and really got clear on helping creatives, you know, streamline their workflows and processes. So if a tragedy does happen, you can focus on that. Or if you want to spend more time on your craft and your family and your life, you have the processes and procedures to do that. You're not letting the business run you. You are running the business. So with that in mind, 2019, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I had two weddings. I didn't have enough, I will say, braid power to bring on any more because those two were enough for me at the moment. And they were lovely. And I'm literally on the 30th in the ER calling my clients or emailing my clients and letting them know that I'm going to be out for a while. I had to call my husband's company that he worked for as an independent contractor and let them know what happened. And I really saw the devastation there because they didn't have a backup plan if something happened to, to him. And so they were kind of screwed, to say the least. So it's really the process, the procedures, the backup plans, all of that come into play. 
and it always will because you can't run your business without them. If something happens to you or you need to step away, you can. I stepped away in 2016 when my mom passed away right in the middle of the wedding season and we were able to continue on because we had a plan in place and processes in place that we could move planners down the line and it wasn't pretty, it wasn't fun, it was something it's easily done. So 2019, I'm like, okay, I'm going to become a certified director of operations. I know operations. I've been doing it for a long time. And I actually realized that there was a certification on this. And so I took that. I also took a certification on the business of wine through Washington State University. So I'm like, well, here's a chance if I want to move around and see things, I can start in the wine industry as well. So that was my 2019 was a, a year of learning. And I still, I still brought on one more wedding for 2020. Well, little did we know what happened in 2020. As I, mean, I, you know, January went to Hawaii. I met a wonderful man who I'm now dating. And we started dating right in the beginning of, of 2020. I've gone through all of this together. When this happened, I will tell you the truth. I'm like, this is the time that everybody should be working on their business. Because I didn't have a wedding. I mean, as I said, I had one wedding. We'd already moved it to 2021 because they were like, we want to have the same date. We want to have all that. So we're like, okay, great. We move it to 2021. They ended up breaking up. No wedding happened. But I was like, this is a great time for people to work on their business. Little did I know that we were all freaking out over not having any business. So the next best time to work on something, you know, the, the tree analogy is now. So while you're in the midst of probably the busiest two years, this year, I think 2023 is going to be huge for weddings. The best time is to spend time working on your process and procedures now to work on yourself and how you are going to grow, give you growth strategies, give you process and procedures, help along the way. All of that came through in 2021 and now into 2022. This podcast was basically born out of me not wanting to do YouTube channel and wanting to spend time each day, each week chatting about what I love. So Jed Taylor was born to take my innate ability to organize, streamline, and create processes and procedures. And this podcast was born out of the same thing. So. I hope you enjoyed my ramblings and I'll try not to ramble too much in the future, but I kind of wanted to give you the conversation and my background of having a wedding business. And I hope you enjoy the next, the next however long we do this. I have topics for more than a year, so I would love to hear your topics that you would like me to talk about. I would love to get your feedback on how I'm doing, what you think I need to change and update or do, and enjoy the ride. So thank you so much for joining me on my first ever episode of my Design Your Wedding Business podcast, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Design Your Wedding Business. I know how easy it is to get overwhelmed as an entrepreneur in the wedding business. So if you're looking for support and a group of others who totally get it, I encourage you to join our Facebook group. This is a place where you can ask for recommendations, gain feedback, share your celebrations, and ultimately build meaningful relationships that will benefit you and your business. 
head over to facebook.com slash groups slash design your business, Jen Taylor, to join now. See you there.